Welcome to the AFW College Podcast. We are back with more Jesus-centered content to help you thrive in your relationship with God during your college years. It's so good to be able to talk to you guys. I'm here with Ben, college pastor here at Antioch Fort Worth. Ben, how you feeling, man? Doing great today, Jordan. I like your sweatshirt today, man. It says embrace heaven. I like that. We need to live with a heavenly perspective. That is true. Embrace it uh, and support your your Christian designers who have uh, cool, <laughs> cool sweatshirts and stuff yes. coming out. Uh, we uh, are so excited to be talking to you guys. We're, we're diving back into a topic that we are just so... Uh, we just prioritize so much. We think yeah. it's so important for anyone walking with Jesus, uh, but I think especially for us in our college years, a lot of us in our formative years mm-hmm. of getting to know who Jesus is and yeah. um, beginning our walks with him, uh, to really just prioritize this this spoken voice of God, how to uh, communicate, how to have two-way dialogue with the creator of the universe, yeah. which is an awesome just awesome privilege that we get as his sons and uh, as his daughters. So um, we're gonna we're gonna hop on in, Ben. Why, why don't you just get us get us rolling on this discussion for today? Yeah, that's great, Jordan. Well, you know, I like that you said that communing with God or talking with God is a two-way conversation mm-hmm. because I think for me in college, uh, I believed it was a one-way street. Uh, and when I learned, had some mentors come alongside me and encourage me, uh, I quickly uh, began to discover that there was a lot of life in the two-way street mm-hmm. uh, of conversation with the Lord. And, yeah. you know, uh, I just want to start out here on the front end uh, by saying that all throughout the Bible, God speaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, God is speaking in every different book. You can see different references to this. Uh, the Bible actually opens with God speaking to Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. and it closes with God speaking to John on the island of Patmos in, in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. So we've got the bookends of Scripture here uh, referring to different ways that that God was speaking. And, and the whole reason that we can hear from the Lord is because we're created in the image of a hearing and speaking God. And so that should encourage us that we Mm -hmm. don't have to work something up in order to do this. I Mm -hmm. like to say that hearing from the Lord is not something that we do. It's somebody that we are because of our relationship with him and Mm -hmm. and walking closely with Jesus. So uh, the question is not whether or not God is speaking. The question is, are we listening, right? So true, yeah. And, you know, we all make time for the things that we value most in life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, holidays are a big time that uh, I love spending time with my family. You know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and and those big time holidays. Mm -hmm. And in May or June or July, I'm already thinking about those times. I'm already thinking about how am I going to be blocking out time in my schedule Mm -hmm. uh, to get around my three nephews, you know, and my whole family, (laughs) uh, being around them because I prioritize it. I value it. Uh, So the question is, is hearing from God something that we're willing to value enough Mm -hmm. that will block out time for it? And I hope that for everybody listening to this, the the answer is 100% yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. We want to be a people uh, who are listening to the Lord and and have open ears uh, to Him. So I want to say here before we jump in, and I say this a a lot on our episodes, I've not arrived at a perfect understanding (laughs) of this at all, Uh, but there are a few things that I feel like over the last 10 years God's really been cultivating in me uh, that have helped me to grow in this area. Yeah, so I think what what we're going to be able to uh, help listeners 
with here just through this talk is like how to consecrate a time, a space to be able to intentionally listen to the Lord. Because, I mean, yeah. God is fully capable and he will and uh, has, you know, been able to just speak when we're totally not listening and just grip us and like and, and change something in us when he needs to. Like he'll step in when when he needs to be heard. Uh, but after that, like like he speaks to draw us deeper into like a, a deeper desire to yes. want to spend more time with him, to give him our heart, to love him with everything, which will lead to us consecrating, carving out specific time uh, to hear from him and talk to him. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing through four practicals uh, that Ben has uh, given us and will give us today. Uh, ben, why don't you give us just the first practical for spending t uh, time listening and talking to the Lord? All right, so number one here for us is to be still. Be still. Be still, all right? No shocker there. Uh, if we want to hear from the Lord, sometimes we have to slow down a little bit, yep. all right? Now, when I was in college, Jordan, I was not good at this, all right? <laughs> I was doing a million different things, uh, blown and going. So mm -hmm. it wasn't that I didn't value listening to the Lord. Right. It's just that I maybe my pace wasn't creating opportunity mm -hmm. uh, for me to actually be able to do that. You know, Jordan, we live in a culture of speed. Uh, yep. It is need for speed around every turn. Mm -hmm. uh, in our world, faster equals better, more efficient equals better. Mm -hmm. uh, if you ever doubt this, we live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Mm -hmm. uh, you can just drive to and from Dallas and Fort Worth, and you'll notice that uh, pretty much every major highway now has this thing called the express lane, <laughs> all right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the express lane, you pay five fifty mm -hmm. uh, to drive for three miles, you know, in order <laughs> to get to your destination 12 minutes faster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm a culprit of it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I will, I'll have it ding my toll tag, you know, whatever, <laughs> uh, because we live in a culture of speed. So mm -hmm. I think one of the greatest deterrents, uh, from hearing from God, again, it's not that we don't want to do it. It's just that we're moving too quickly to be able to actually hear him. Right. You know, and God's giving us signals all the time. I, I said a few moments ago, God is always speaking. It's mm -hmm. just that our culture it's so countercultural to slow down. Yeah. But but can I just say, Jordan, one of the most powerful things that we can do as believers mm -hmm. is to not let culture tell us what's normal. Yeah. Right? And that has to do with hearing from the Lord. That has to do with a lot of different things in our lives. Mm -hmm. But we have authority by the grace of God and through the Holy Spirit to set the pace of our lives. Yeah. And God wants to help us in that journey. You know, I, I love a few specific verses on being still from Scripture. The, the first one comes from Job 6.24. Man, if there's anybody who we can learn from on listening from God, uh, it'd be Job, yeah, right? He's right. the highs and the lows, all the things that he had to go through in mm -hmm. his life. He needed the voice of God yeah. uh, to be able to make it through those things. But he said in, in Job 6.24, teach me and I will be silent. In other words, God, in the silence is where I most am receiving instruction from you. Yeah. It's where I can be a student and, and you can be my teacher. Mm. Uh, Exodus 14, 14 uh, says, The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Mm. In other words, the victory comes in the stillness, in the quietness. Yeah. Psalm 46, 10, Be still and know that I'm God. Can I just say there's a part of knowing God that only comes in the stillness. Hmm. There's a part of knowing God that comes from activity and doing things, absolutely, but there's a part of knowing Him that comes 
when we're quiet before yeah, him. So true. Psalm 62, 5 says, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. In other words, there's a part of your hope, God, that I'm discovering mm-hmm. in the silent place, and mm-hmm. as my soul is waiting on you. So, you know, just to be really practical here with, with this stillness piece, I know that for a lot of our college students, um, life is busy and yeah. and there's a lot going on and uh, class and organizations and, you know, different things that our students are giving their time to. Mm-hmm. And all of those are good, good things. So uh, I'm not here to say, hey, you need to block out you know, 10 hours in your week uh, to be able to be still before the Lord. Mm-hmm. But you might be able to find 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of different places throughout our day. You know, one thing that I've been doing recently that's been really helpful, uh, I have to eat lunch and I have to eat dinner. Uh, sometimes I skip breakfast. <laughs> you're, you're thinking, you got to eat breakfast. <laughs> Where's breakfast? Where's breakfast? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, because those are routines in my day, I've just started getting a habit after I eat lunch I'm just going to take 10 minutes and quiet myself and be still before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, I'm just asking God, God, is there anything that you want to highlight to me today? And it might just be that the Lord tells me he loves me. It might be that the Lord brings a Bible verse to my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I may not even sense that the Lord's speaking something specifically to me. Can can I also just say here, like, God doesn't have to, the clouds don't have to be parting and this thundering voice coming down to you. Mm -hmm. uh, Or you don't even have to be hearing something specifically to know that God's near. Uh, or even sometimes he speaks to us in silence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just taking time to to pause throughout the day and mm-hmm. what those pauses help me to do ultimately, because I'm an Enneagram 3 and I like to produce <laughs> things, right. it reminds me that my value is not in what I'm producing throughout the day, but yeah. it's valued in what my father is saying about me, right? Yeah. So that's number one, be still. Yeah, I love that. And I love how... <laughs> Of how we uh, were able to say, like, you know, it might just be that he reminds me that he loves me. That is it. That's worth 10 minutes of silence just to, like, <laughs> yeah. be reminded, oh, yeah, uh, yes. God loves me. Or uh, he's here. Uh, it's so true that just so you get that, like, you might not get the the a word, uh, you know, a sentence, a coherent, you know, yeah. uh, communication from the Lord. But you will get just that peace in your heart just from 10 minutes yes. of stillness, of sitting with him. Uh, and, I mean, how important is it to remember that he's with us? That's as good as any any word you can receive, just knowing that God uh, is with you throughout your day. Yes. Uh, so building that, building that stillness into your life, an important, uh, an important discipline to be uh, practicing. Yeah. So that's, that's practical number one, being still. Uh, what is your second practical for uh, hearing God? All right. Number two is this pray and read. And when I say pray, I mean praying to God and then read. I mean, reading the scriptures. Mm -hmm. All right. So Psalm 119, 147, uh, it says both of these things. I I want us to hone in on this. David says, he says, I rise before dawn and I cry for help. That's prayer. Mm -hmm. And then he says, I have put my hope in your word. That's reading the word. All right. Cool. So there we go. We got yeah. both of them in the one verse. So mm-hmm. let's unpack it a little bit. The first part of that, I rise before dawn and I cry for help. I'm I'm praying. Uh, praying is one of the ways that we're communicating with God, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in college, Jordan, I used to wonder, uh, what do I pray? And then I had a mentor tell me one time, 
whatever's on your heart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that seems too simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but that was really helpful. And it freed me up to go, okay, I don't have to have like this perfect understanding of prayer. I mm-hmm. can just tell God what's on my heart. Maybe I'm stressed about that exam that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a, a challenging situation that's going on with a roommate right now. I never had any conflict, though, never. with roommates. Yeah, that wouldn't you, happen to you. Yeah, no way. <laughs> uh Maybe something's going on in your family life. Uh, maybe you're upset the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in a while. Happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, although you're probably glad about that. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is, uh, we can just share what's on our hearts. And, you know, I love how Matthew 6, 7 through 8 describes prayer. It says this, And when you pray, do not babble on like pagans. Mm-hmm. Don't use a ton of different words. Yeah. Because... Do not, and it says, do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. I just want to say that again. The father knows what you need before you ask him. Hmm. So, Jordan, if the father knows what we need before we ask him, we don't have to come up with sophisticated language in our prayer time. Mm -hmm. We can just be honest with him. Can I just say, there's no prayer that's too big for God. And there's nothing that you can say to God. God's going to be like, wow, shocker. <laughs> you know, I had no yeah. idea you were going through that. Or I had no idea uh, because he sees everything and, and he knows everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can tell him the highs and lows of your day and everything in between that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's listening. So I, I like this quote about prayer. Mm-hmm. It says, prayer is the transference of a burden. So, Jordan, if you go into the place of prayer and you don't come out feeling lighter, mm-hmm. then what we were actually doing is griping, not praying. Yeah. Right? Because prayer transfers the burdens mm-hmm. uh, in our lives. Yeah. So that's prayer. Can I add one thing? I think I think with that verse uh, from Matthew, where it talks about the Father knowing what you need before you ask Him, what that highlights is just how deeply the Father just wants you to like talk to Him. Yes. How, because he's not after just like he's not just trying to meet your needs. If he was just just trying to meet your needs, you wouldn't have to ask him because he already knows. But what he's longing for, That's what good. he's waiting for, uh, is just for you to come and and speak them to him and start a relationship with him. That's all prayer is, and and it's not it's not with the objective of getting all your needs met. But uh, you will, like you're saying, come out feeling lighter because you've made them known to the one person who can actually meet your needs. Yeah. Uh, It's powerful. That's good. Mm -hmm. Love that. So that's the first part of that verse, pray. The second part that David says, he says, I've put my hope in your word. So I said, you know, in college, a mentor told me, what do you pray? And he said, what's on your heart? Mm -hmm. So here we go. Uh, Now I'm going to help you guys understand what you read in the Bible. All Mm -hmm. right. You ready, Jordan? Yeah. What's on the inside? Shocker. All right. What's on the inside? Okay. And now I've got the outside memorized. Holy Bible. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Good work. Uh, But I don't have the inside memorized. Okay. Uh, If we want to grow in hearing from the Lord, I just want to encourage everybody, grow accustomed to the words that he's already given us. So good. Through the written word of God. (laughs) Become familiar with the scriptures. I mean, I remember one of my favorite things to do in college man, is I would just take chunks of scripture and I would try to memorize them. Now, Mm -hmm. I didn't always do it perfectly, but 
when when I would store up the word of the Lord in my heart, man, mm-hmm. it was it was impactful for me. It was powerful. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes, God wants to speak to us through the Holy Spirit. It it says about the Holy Spirit that uh, when the Holy Spirit comes, He will not speak on His own, but He'll speak only what the Father is saying. So mm-hmm. yes, God is doing that actively today, mm-hmm. but He's also speaking to us through the 3,116,480 words Mm -hmm. that have been written down to us, divinely inspired through the spirit of 35 different authors so that we have the Bible today. Mm -hmm. And if you ever want to doubt, you know, how do I get a word from God? Read on the inside, you know, (laughs) open up the book. Like, you know, I would... Just venture to say, man, if you're not hearing from the Lord, start with the scripture. Yeah. Like, start what God has given to you. I can't tell you the number of times, Jordan, that in my morning Devo, I'll be reading something, and then at one o'clock in the afternoon, I'll think to myself, I read about that this morning. Mm-hmm. That's God speaking to me. That that God knew that I needed that for today when I got angry with that person or was struggling with unforgiveness or yeah. being critical of somebody, you know, yeah. uh, I read about something and that's how God speaks to us. You know, he uses uh, different things that we're reading in the scripture to be able to encourage us throughout the day. All right. So yeah. prayer and reading the word uh, are a great way for us to continue to grow in hearing from him. Yeah. That's so important. I think in my in my devotional time, I usually start out with praying, with listening, and I go into uh, the Word. And I always feel like when I'm when I'm praying, and I might ask Him something, and I don't get the you know the He doesn't speak like a sentence to me right away. And, and but then I go into the Word, and all of a sudden, like the yeah. answer for what I was looking for is in the Word. <laughs> sure. He He knew that. My devotional was already going to take care of it. He knew that the yeah. the answer for the question I was asking was right there in John six, you know, or whatever, uh, because that's a that's the reason he gave it to us. It's a, it's the tool that's going to help us get through those, uh, answer those questions as well. So uh, read and pray, great advice. Uh, be still. Practical number three, Ben, hit us with it. Here you go. Number three is to set a meeting. Set a meeting. All mm-hmm. right. So in all of our lives. What do we do when we want to hang out with people? Make plans. We make plans for mm-hmm. it, right? We we set a meeting. We set a time. You know, you and I set a time to record this podcast, all right? Mm-hmm. So in the same way, God invites us to, to set a meeting with him. There's a great little passage in Exodus 19, and I'm just going to share a few verses with us from it, verses 10 and 11, and then verse 19. You can read the whole passage uh, if you get the chance. But mm-hmm. verse 10 in Exodus 19, it says this, And the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Have them wash their clothes and be ready by the third day. Hmm. And then note this, because on that day, the Lord will come down from Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Hmm. And then verse 19, as the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke and the voice of God answered him. So God tells Moses, Moses, go and tell the people to consecrate themselves, to get ready, and then to come out on the third day. Not on the first day or the second day or the fourth day. (laughs) Come out on the third day. Mm -hmm. Now, why did God say the third day? I have no idea, all right? But (laughs) there was a meeting time that God was initiating with them in. And so the people of God, they obeyed, and Mm -hmm. they went out. And then it said, and the voice of God answered them. 
Yeah. They had a meeting mm -hmm. with the Lord. Uh, you know, Revelation 3.20 says, Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So good. Jordan, God's standing at our door mm -hmm. and he's wanting to commune with us. He's wanting to speak with us. Yeah. And all we have to do is open up the door and let him in. And I think mm -hmm. opening up the door, part of that is setting aside some intentional time to meet with him mm -hmm. and to listen. Yeah. You know, uh, Jordan, I set aside time for people that I don't even really want to meet with. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm just kidding. All right. I'd like to meet with everybody. Of course. Right? Yeah. Of course. You're a pastor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but what about God? You know, uh, are we intentional in setting aside time to commune with him? You know, mm -hmm. all meetings have three great things. They got a who, they got a where, and they got a time that yep. the meeting is going to take place. Okay. Mm -hmm. You've got, you have the who. It's God. It's God. Just pick the location and when. Hmm. And I just want to encourage our listeners, you know, if you don't currently have a time set aside in your week uh, to just listen to the Lord, try it out. And I think you'll be amazed at how God would want to speak to you. Totally. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, uh, one of the things that I really like to do is on my Sabbath, I'll block out an hour or two uh, to go outside and, and go for a hike. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I feel like I commune with the Lord and uh, I it helps me to focus my mind and to quiet my thoughts when I'm outside in nature. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what it is for you, but there's probably certain things that you can do in certain environments mm -hmm. uh, that are helpful for you in being able to really be still before the Lord. Yeah. And what I'll do in that time is very simple. I'll just say, God, however you want to initiate with me, I'm available. Yeah. I'm open. However you want to speak to me. And sometimes really God will, you know, I feel like God's really highlighting some things to mm -hmm. me and uh, he's bringing some things to my mind. Can I, can I just say, Jordan, if God created my mind, uh, he can probably speak through my thoughts, right? Simple, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, there's certain times where I feel like God will say, hey, these are some things that went well this week. There's also some times where I feel like God will maybe bring conviction mm -hmm. of something that, hey, you could have responded differently in that situation. Yeah. Or, But that's what the Holy Spirit's job is to do, right? right. It's to help us be more transformed into the image of God. Christ mm -hmm. and highlight those things to us. So, uh, but I just want to say, I've never gotten to the end of setting aside time, a meeting with the Lord and been like, shoot, why did I spend that time? You know? <laughs> yeah. But never, I'm, never. I'm, I usually leave that time going, I'm more aligned with God's heart for my life. I'm more aligned with him and I'm less aligned with me yeah. and what I want. Yeah. And in that way, it might be like the most productive 10 minutes of your day. If that totally. if that's what happens, uh, but you're so right. Like you're saying early, I mean, I'm convinced. Like college might be your the busiest time of your life. To be honest, like you, there's so much fighting for your fighting for your schedule, and uh, we always say that if it's if you don't you know set your schedule, if you don't plan out your day, something will, and something's gonna step in and steal whatever un uh, unscheduled time you have in your in your agenda, uh, but it's also so true that that what fills your schedule is most likely what has your heart. What uh, what you're spending your time doing is most likely the the thing that you're prioritizing in your life. Uh, so a good way to start moving Jesus up your priority list is to give him some more uh, designated, consecrated time just to listen to him. Yeah. All right. 
three practicals down. Ben, you got one more. What is your fourth practical for listening for the voice of God? Number four is this. Listen and write. Journaling. Listen and write. Journaling. You got it, We need it. Hey, you beat me to the punch. (laughs) You know, number three really flows into number four, right? So, you know, we're setting aside some time to listen to the Lord, but we don't want to just listen. Mm -hmm. We want to write down the things that we feel like the Lord is saying to us. Now, notice I said that we think the Lord is saying to us, all Mm -hmm. right? Uh, It actually says in the Word that we hear in part and we prophesy in part. So uh, to say that every single time you stop and listen, you're going to hear God perfectly, uh, that's probably not true. But, you know, Jordan, we like to use this little filter around here when it comes to hearing from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we like to say, if you feel like God is telling you something that bears bears witness to his character Mm -hmm. and to his word, it's probably from him. Mm -hmm. Because God's never going to say anything that's going to contradict his character or who he is Mm -hmm. and what his word says. So the word works with what God is speaking to us, mm-hmm. what he's uh, saying to us. So journaling, writing down what we feel like the Lord is saying to us. Now, this can be, you know, at random parts in the day. I literally have a notes page in my own iPhone of what I sense the Lord saying to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll put down some days I'm having a really good day and I'll write down 10 things, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, some days I'm I'm just kidding, okay. It, <laughs> it's not a good day or a bad day, whether or not you hear from God, all right? There you go, yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, other days I, I don't write down much. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple of verses in Scripture that have really helped me frame journaling uh, and the importance of it. Uh, Psalm 45.1, this is David speaking. He says, My heart is stirred by a noble theme, as I recite my verses for the king, my tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. Very mm. poetic uh, there. But David's basically saying, I'm writing out the revelation that God is giving me, the things that he's stirring inside of me. Yeah. Uh, First Chronicles 28, 19 says, All this, David said, I have in writing as a result of the Lord's hand on me, and he enabled me to understand all the details of of the plan. In other words, God gave him a plan mm-hmm. and he wrote it down. Uh, Habakkuk 2.2, this is a great one. Then the Lord replied to the prophet Habakkuk, mm-hmm. write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. And, awesome. you know, those are so good because mm-hmm. all these verses, I think what they're encouraging with us is when we write down what the Lord is saying to us, it helps us to remember. Yeah. And, and when we remember, it helps us to recognize who God has been mm-hmm. in the past and, and his faithfulness in our lives. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got journals over the last like 15 years or so, usually a new one every three years or so. Mm-hmm. Man, I need to spend more time going back into those and, and looking at the things that God said yeah. and seeing his faithfulness and, and how he's accomplished those things mm-hmm. uh, in my life. So writing it down, listening and writing. So I'm just going to make it really, really simple here, all right? So you're spending time with the Lord in the morning. You're doing your morning Devo, mm-hmm. and you come across a verse, and you feel like the Lord is maybe highlighting to you uh, to be more generous, all right? Mm-hmm. We've been in a, a generous journey here at our own church. Maybe mm-hmm. the Lord's highlighting to you that he's inviting you to be more generous. Mm-hmm. And then I'll literally just write down, okay, God, I feel like you're saying to me to be more generous. What does that look like? 
uh, you need to take Jordan out to lunch and mm-hmm. tell him thank you, you know, which I probably do. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, okay, I'm writing down, take Jordan out to lunch. And then I'm writing out, okay, Lord, would you help me today to live this out or to obey what I feel like you're highlighting to me? I mean, just literally writing down the thoughts that you feel like uh, the Lord is yeah. giving you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Ben, uh, you know, God actually spoke to me this morning. Let Ben take you out to lunch. <laughs> And tell him you're welcome. So that, that wow. matches up. Wow. What yeah. You know? Amazing how that <laughs> how that happens. Uh, no, I love that. The the journaling is so important. I'm I'm convicted when I like I get I I spend time with God in the morning and he says something and then like as I'm laying down to go to sleep, I like remember this thing that God said this morning mm. that I haven't thought about like mm. since yeah. I left my quiet time. Yeah. I'm like, wow. God spoke to me this morning, yeah. and I just kind of like shrugged it off, you know. Yeah. And at some point in the day, it just stopped being as cool as it was this morning. Mm. Uh, it's so important. Like, I don't want to be the kind of guy that forgets what God's saying to me, you know. If God is saying something to me in the morning, I want to write that down. I want to continue to dig into it, uh, and I want to, yeah, I want to receive the fullness of what He's what He's speaking. Yeah. Um, ben, these are yeah. so helpful. I'm. Uh, just really encouraged by uh, just the practicality that we're able uh, to bring to this subject. Mm-hmm. Um, we really do believe that it's as simple as giving him space yes. and uh, believe that he is always speaking. And the question really is, are we, are we listening? Have we made room to be able to listen to what he's saying to us? Uh, I also want to just encourage you guys, if you want to hear more about uh, kind of the theology behind this, kind of the scriptural basis, the the doctrine and all the things that we uh, believe, why we believe it on this topic. We actually did a three-part uh, little mini-series about this at the mm-hmm. beginning of last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an episode, two episodes about the voice of God, and then one about the gift of prophecy mm-hmm. that are so good, so encouraging, something that we um, are just so passionate about as uh, a team, as a ministry, as a church encourage you to go uh, check those out. And if you have any questions, we would love to be able to answer those. You can email me at jordan at antiochfortworth.com. So we hope to hear from you guys soon. But until then, this has been the AFW College Podcast. We'll see you next time.